Hello and welcome back to Sense and Spirituality. My name is Sheila McGregor and I thank you for joining me again today. I begin by sharing a poem about love by the great African-American poet Maya Angelou. It's called Love's Exquisite Freedom. We, unaccustomed to courage, exiles from delight, live coiled in shells of loneliness until love leaves its high holy temple and comes into our sight to liberate us into life. Love arrives and in its train come ecstasies, old memories of pleasure, ancient histories of pain. Yet if we are bold, love strikes away the chains of fear from our souls. We are weaned from our timidity. In the flush of love's light we dare be brave, and suddenly we see that love costs all we are and will ever be. Yet it is only love which sets us free. Yet it is only love which sets us free. This moving poem by Maya Angelou was the subject of discussion in a recent Zoom class with Kirk Webb, director of the Celtic Center. As Webb noted, this is a poem that reflects many of the themes of Celtic spirituality. There is, first of all, the exquisiteness of love, for the early Celts, inspired as they were by John the Disciple, God is love. In the community that gathered around John, love was everything. In fact, the word love appears no fewer than 57 times in John's Gospel, which is more often than the other three Gospels combined. Moreover, if you don't love your neighbor, John told his disciples, then you don't love God. Citing the master, the author of John's Gospel wrote, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Yet what makes love so exquisite, as Angelou notes, is its power to liberate us into life. Love strikes away the chains of fear from our souls. We are weaned from our timidity. Finally, Angelou writes, It is only love which sets us free, free to be who we really are, freed from our worry and self-absorption, freed to serve the Lord of love. But true love, of course, does not eradicate our pain. In fact, as the author of John's Gospel knew, and as Angelou also knew only too well, love may liberate us from fear, but there is never an absence of pain. In fact, while love deepens our joy, it also deepens our pain. As Queen Elizabeth II has said, grief is the price you pay for love. Those of us who have lost a beloved spouse or partner, a parent or child, or a very dear friend, know the truth of this statement. 
Such grief is compounded for those who have lost loved ones in egregious acts of violence. Like the tragic mass shooting in California a week ago, the 226 mass shooting in the U.S. in 2021 alone. And of course, for the families of the 215 Indigenous children found buried in a mass grave in Kamloops, B.C. Do you know the story of Princess Alice? She was the second daughter of Queen Victoria. She had a four-year-old son whom she loved very much. When he contracted the disease known as black diphtheria, Alice was devastated. The disease was highly contagious and very deadly. The nurses continually warned the princess, not being in the best of health herself, to stay away from her son. Naturally, this would be difficult for any mother. Still, Alice knew that she would be in danger if she ignored the warning. One day, as Princess Alice stood in a far corner of her son's room, she heard her son whisper to the nurse, Why doesn't my mother kiss me anymore? Well, that was more than Alice could bear. As tears streamed down her cheeks, she raced to her son's bed and smothered him with kisses. Tragically, this turned out to be the kiss of death. Princess Alice contracted the deadly disease, and in a matter of weeks, both mother and son were buried. As Angelou writes so poignantly, love costs all we are and will ever be. Jesus, of course, knew the costly nature of love. Good Friday is all about God's extreme love for humanity and for all creation. Indeed, far from being about legal transactions or paying the penalty for humanity's sins, it is far more an expression of the lengths to which our God will go to reveal how extravagantly God loves us. As Jesus proclaimed, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Love cost God all that God was and is and will ever be. Yet it is only such love which sets us free. And now, friends, as the author of Ephesians writes, may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep God's love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That's it for this week, friends. See you next Wednesday.